Thank you for listening to the Hidden in Plain Sight podcast with my dad, Matt Petrie. A certain woman had an unusual way of practicing an awareness of God's presence. Every morning she would stand by her bed, stretch her arms out wide, close her eyes, and embrace the Lord, collapsing her arms into herself until she was, in fact, embracing herself. Then she'd smile and go about her day. To her, the practice kept her looking forward to her first moments in heaven, as well as giving her a bit of joy, I suppose, in being fearfully and wonderfully made, embracing or being okay with her own unique self as God's very own creation. Now, she did this for 30 years through good days and bad without incident. It was her simple way of saying to the Lord, I acknowledge that you are here when I rise, and I am thankful for our friendship. One morning, her practice hug did not go as usual. She stood by her bed as normal, stretched her arms out wide, closed her eyes, and leaned into the air, collapsing her arms into herself. But on this morning, her arms made contact. Instead of collapsing her arms, they collided with what she described as the strength of holy love. For just a moment, she held the Eternal One. Commenting on the experience later, she said, I love my little practice. I would have continued to do it even if I never had this experience. For 30 years, I would wake up every morning and hug the air. Then one day, the air hugged me back. And he said to me, I just wanted you to know that I enjoyed them all. And her new favorite Bible verse became Isaiah 40, 11. He gathers the lambs into his arms and carries them close to his heart. She discovered that our simple expressions of love and reaches for Jesus matter greatly to him. Even if you give a cup of cool water to someone, given in his name, he cherishes it greatly. I want to encourage you. Psalms 139 says that when I lay down, you are aware of it. When I rise, you are aware of it. If I take the wings of the morning, God, you are there. If I make my bed in hell, God, you are there. So practicing an awareness of God's presence with us is really based on Psalms 139 and a whole host of other Bible verses, like when the Lord says, do not I feel heaven and earth. I literally feel heaven and earth. So there is nowhere that God is not. Jesus said before he ascended to the Father, lo, I am with you always, even unto the end of the age. His presence is personally with us the believer continually, and there is nowhere he is not. And one of the things that we can do to um, make ourselves more fully aware of his presence with us is to practice uh, the presence of God. Now, that's a thought from Brother Lawrence of the Resurrection, where his practice was to make it a habit of continually bringing his mind and heart to the reality that God is with him. So much to the point that people would travel great distances to see this monk wash dishes. 
And to him, he felt like he was just as much in the presence of God washing dishes as he was in the chapel taking communion. So I was teaching some students about practicing the presence of God. And we were in class and we were going through it and this whole thing I've been talking to you about. And one student blurted out, feels like I'm pretending, blurted out one of my students during a prayer meeting. And I smiled and I asked, pretending to do what? And he said, I pre- feels like I'm pretending that God is here. I'm just pretending that he's here. I'm not practicing an awareness of his presence. And I paused for a second and I thought about that. And this thought dropped in my heart immediately. And I said to the class, I said, well, I suppose that's better than pretending that he's not here. Hmm. See, he said, it feels like I'm pretending God is here. And the actual reality is that's better than pretending that God is not because the reality is God is here. So I just feel like I'm pretending God is here. But that's not the truth. I I suppose that's better than pretending that he's not, I said. The truth is, he is here. The lie is that he is not. It's better to pretend that he is here than to pretend that he's not. That is more aligned with reality. And then, you know, I burst out laughing and the whole class burst out laughing. And we had had a funny little moment there. But here's our reality. There is no place he is not. He is immediately present to the lanternfish swimming at a depth of 3,000 feet in the ocean. And God is also, at the same time, immediately present to the four living creatures in the highest heaven flying around His throne. The Lord wants it to be real to us that He feels all of heaven and all of the earth. We're not to think of Him as being thinly spread out with a part of him here and another part of him over there, or like the deist, like God is way out there in space somewhere. You know, he created this world to function like a, a, a watchmaker makes a watch. A watchmaker makes a watch, you put it on somebody's wrist, and lets it go and function and do its own thing, and the watchmaker is nowhere to be found. That's, that's deism in essence. And the God of the Bible is not far off, way out in space somewhere. Jesus is Emmanuel. God is with us. John Wesley, his last words before he passed was, the best of all is God is with us. And we need to renew our mind in the reality that God is not far off somewhere. He is personally present with us. Now, when it comes to developing your own practice of an awareness of the presence of God, I'm going to give you three suggestions to help focus your mind and your heart when you begin to do this, because it is a practice. It can become a great habit. And so here are my three. The first two I got from Mike Bickle and Corey Russell. But when you're developing your own practice of an awareness of God's presence, you can do it in these three ways. Number one. You can focus your mind and your heart on, with God on the throne. You open up the book of Revelation chapter 4, uh, Isaiah 6. You can go to Ezekiel. Go into those, any of those places where it's talking about pictures of the throne of God. And with your mind and your heart, you can just imagine God's presence there on that throne. And it's a beautiful practice, just meditating on the presence of God on His throne. 
That's a great way to practice an awareness of God's presence of Him being in rulership, in authority. And I love that. I can, I can spend all day talking about uh, that truth of just going through the reality that Jesus sits there at the right hand of the Father on a sapphire sea of glass mingled with fire, and He has lightnings and thunders and voices proceeding from His throne, and the, the throne itself is crowned with this gentle, gentle beauty of an emerald rainbow. And His presence is there, full glory of God, and the elders throwing down their crowns, and the crowns dancing across the sea of glass and the four living creatures with six wings and four faces are flying in every direction and singing, holy, holy, holy is the Lord. It's a beautiful place to focus an awareness of God's presence. A second uh, way to begin to practice the habit of God's presence is God on the inside of you. So there's God on the throne. Secondly, God on the inside. And this is just, this is just uh as such a staggering truth that God has chosen to make us his dwelling place. You know, Christ within me is the hope of glory. So you think about all of the detail that God gave for the tabernacle of Moses in the wilderness. This is the place where God chooses to dwell. All of the tabernacle furniture, the, the way that all the details that God went in, all the, in the ornamentation the gold, the, the everything that went to that. It was a beautiful dwelling place of God. And then you fast forward to the tabernacle of David. And then you fast forward to the temple of Solomon and all of the beautiful details that God had to describe those dwelling places. And then we get to the New Testament where we literally become the dwelling place of God on the earth. We become the house of prayer. We become the place of contact between heaven and the earth where people can come and encounter God. We literally are the temple of the Holy Spirit. And Paul is so strong about this truth that he says in, to the church at Ephesus. He said, I'm praying for you continually that you'd be strengthened with might in the inner man, that Christ would be, excuse me, strengthened with might in the inner man by the Holy Spirit, that Christ would dwell in your heart through faith that you would be the dwelling place of God, that you would be strong on the inside to the point that you become a place that Jesus feels right at home on the inside. Saints, this is a staggering thought to imagine not only God's presence on his throne, but his presence on the inside of you, that on the inside of you is the Shekinah glory of God. The resurrected king lives on the inside of you and he's wanting to do things. He's wanting to release the kingdom to other people. He's wanting to manifest His Holy Spirit through you. And just to think about God on the inside of me, the hope of glory. That's a powerful, powerful truth to sit with. So you can meditate, focus your mind on God on the throne, God on the inside. But my favorite, my favorite, you know, like I said, I learned those first two from Mike Bickle and Corey Russell. But for me, practicing an awareness of the presence of God, and I think this is what Brother Lawrence was doing and many others, was not so much God on the throne or God on the inside, but God in the room. So, so I am, I am um, adjusting the, my heart to the reality that God is here in this room with me. Now, that is a powerful truth to sit with especially if you're practicing silence before the Lord. And just to think about the invisible God is here in this room. 
give me eyes to see you. Give me ears to hear you. And, you know, he's, Jesus makes this promise that where two or three are gathered together in my name, there I am in the midst of them. And I am a, because I got to spend three, four years now in uh, the prayer room at Every Home for Christ, during, in that prayer room, they have slides going of what's going on in the mission field, uh, little slides, slide presentations, so you could pray over missionaries and what have you. And one of the things you learn right away when you get connected to a missions organization that's doing things around the world, one of the things that is common information that you get being connected to these places are the resurrection appearances of Jesus that are happening today in the Muslim world, or it's happening in the Middle East, or happening all over the place, people are encountering the man in white. And I believe Jesus wants to manifest his presence. I mean, in the Bible, to over 500 believers, Jesus appeared in a resurrected body, preaching the kingdom. For 40 days, he appeared to his disciples, preaching the kingdom. And I believe that... He wants to manifest His presence and to us in regions. He's coming to evangelize Himself. He's going to evangelize him, Himself. He's going to do it. Now, he's, he's charged us to do it as well, but He's not leaving it all on us. He's out there evangelizing. He's bringing the truth of who He is to people. And I pray this over children all the time, that they would have encounters with the resurrected Christ. Jesus is alive. And how great would it be for them to have contact knowledge with Jesus uh, as at a young age, they're not going to be duped for uh, man-made stuff later on. And I'll, I'll have my daughter share her. She had a resurrected Jesus encounter in a dream after she was praying to meet him personally. And um, I'll get her on here and get her to share that with you someday. But it was common for the disciples to expect that Jesus may show up in the prayer room. They had absolutely the expectation. Now, whether he comes in a physical body or may he come through whatever, but his presence was there. They were aware of his presence by the Spirit and also aware that he could physically manifest like he did on the shore and made them a fish breakfast. So I, I encourage you to begin to develop your own practice of the presence of God. If you want more information on this, I have written about this in my book, Moths Flirting with Flames. It's on Amazon, Moths Flirting with Flames. You could check that out. And uh, I want to develop my own practice like the certain woman had, her unusual way of embracing the Lord every day and connecting that to Him being with her throughout the day. I love it. It's just those simple little reaches for Him that move His heart every day. Thank you for listening. Please share this podcast with you with somebody that you know would uh, be blessed by it. Thank you for listening.